0: Well, how are you doing? It's Zach it's T.J. Laramie. It's Adam Henry, Joe Siddle, Megan Augusta, Tyrone Crawford. Holy mackinac, You're listening to Wind City Sports. What
1: up, everyone, and welcome back to the Wind City Sports Podcast, Windsor's only local sports podcast presented by Amherstburg Chevy Buick GMC. Coming to you every Monday morning, featuring interviews with local athletes, coaches, entrepreneurs, and more. Available anywhere podcasts are found, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We also have a strong social media presence at WinCity_Sports underscore sports on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We also have a YouTube channel, WinCity Sports YouTube channel, with last week's interview now posted in full on there. So give us a like, follow, subscribe, whatever it may be. At WinCity_Sports, underscore sports, W-I-N-C-I-T-Y is all one word if you're trying to find us, but we are very easy to find. Nowadays, after five years going strong, doing the Win City Sports podcast. But today is Monday... February 21st, 2022, and it's episode 245 of Win City Sports. And it's Family Day. Happy Family Day. Uh, what a month it's been for Win City Sports. We had uh, uh, Valentine's Day last week with Green Op, and now. Family day with a local kid in Owen Lalonde. He is a OHL champion. He is uh, formerly of the Sudbury Wolves, Guelph Storm, and then the Flint Firebirds before the pandemic wrapped up that season. And now playing for Queen's University. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But um, as I'm recording right now, we will try to get you caught up with as much sports news as possible, and as well as our Windsor Spitfires. But I'm recording a little bit early as I'm on vacation this week for family day. So. If any of my family is listening happy family day i love you but i'm having fun out in the sun and um, yeah so so again that being said recording a little bit early we'll i'll be missing some stuff over the weekend but still wanted to bring you another episode without skipping a week uh, we'll see if i decide to do that next week but i think for right now let's keep going strong with some great windsor interviews and we have that again with a kid in owen the lawn his mom actually was my grade 10 fitness teacher and uh that's a long time ago but uh local kid a kid again who um went to st joe's you'll hear all about it in the interview he was a standout for the for the guelph storm and for the flint firebirds in their last year well the 2019 2020 season uh he was a vital part of that guelph storm team that won the ohl championship in 2019 And then almost made it to the finals of the Memorial Cup that year. Obviously talk all about that stuff with Owen on the show today. Some great stories um, also about his training camps with Toronto and Detroit. Um, And now again playing for Queen's University, the top team in the OUA, uh, CIS, uh, Youth Sport Division. And he's playing with some former Windsor Spitfires that you guys might remember too. We're going to get into that interview very quickly actually. And we're also going to talk about the Spitfires before... Um, the interview. But first, I got to tell you about Amherstburg Chevy Buick GMC. You heard me talk about it briefly at the beginning of the show. They are our official sponsor of the Wind City Sports podcast. And I got to tell you that the holiday countdown event has been extended into the new year, still into February at Amherstburg Chevy Buick GMC. Check them out on AmherstburgGM.com. They have fantastic deals, starting with the new 2022 Chevrolet Equinox the new 2022 Chevrolet Tahoe and the new 2022 GMC Yukon shop by your price range, model, make, whatever it may be. Chevy Buick GMC Amherstburg Chevy Buick GMC is proud to serve drivers all throughout Amherstburg, Windsor, Kingsville, LaSalle, and beyond. They believe in providing top quality service to everyone that walks through their doors, and this includes assistance with picking out a new ride, financing it, and keeping it in top quality condition. Check them out on Sandwich Street South in Amherstburg or on amherstburggm.com. The best in cars. All right, so I wanna get you caught up with our Windsor Spitfires as much as I can, because I am recording pretty early. I actually just left the Mickey Renault game and we're gonna get into that in a second. But before that, let's get you caught up. Last week I talked to you, it would've been the 7th, or sorry, the 14th, where am I? They were coming off a win over London at the time, and from there, uh, they had a whole week off until actually the uh, pretty much the moments I'm speaking, Uh, Mickey Reno game. I guess we'll get into it quick. Um, They currently, as I'm speaking, it's three nothing for Windsor against Flint. So, um, knock on wood, but you heard it here first. I'm gonna guess that they take this game. Never know what could happen, but um, didn't stay for much of it. He's getting ready for the trip, but I wanted to go down. Uh, to see, you know, obviously the Mickey Reno ceremony as as always. And um, call me crazy, call me what you will, but if you're at the game, if you watched it, did they do anything for, for Mickey Reno? Did I miss it? Like, what is that all about? I, I don't really get it. I mean, um, I mean, it's been a long time, but uh, do we give it up now? I mean, it, it's been less and less every year that they kind of do a, a ceremony for for Mickey and obviously always honoring him online and, and doing stuff on the day of, but I was pretty confused. Um, so I went and sat down and got ready for the pregame ceremony and it was about the billet families, which, you know, it's great, whatever. And maybe that related to, you know, the family values that Mickey instil- instilled in a lot of, of his teammates and stuff like that. And came from, you know, the Renault family but i was surprised that they didn't even have like a video package or anything for him or really like a verbal mention they had his uh, photo up on the on the screen and then played a video package of all the players talking about their billet families gave all their billet families a uh, bouquet of flowers in person and then it was game time so i don't know maybe i missed something before i sat down there or uh, I, I took off early so if they did it at intermission or something i don't know but thought that was kind of strange um so that's my take on that um from there they played flint in a back-to-back on saturday um and as i speak they actually have a game today if you got up early on this holiday they got a game today monday the 21st at 2 p.m against saginaw at the wfcu center they'll be back on thursday the 24th uh, again at the wfcu to welcome kitchener then on friday they travel up to guelph and come back home on the 27th of February, this Sunday, to take on the Sarnia Sting at 4.05 p.m. So coming up this week after today's 2 p.m. game, we got the Thursday, 7.30 game. They go on the road Friday, and they're back Sunday afternoon for a game against Sarnia. All right, we're going to get into this interview right now with Owen Lalonde. He's a OHL vet, you can say. Played for Sudbury, Guelph. Flint, he's an OHL champion, defending champion technically too, as we'll get into. Windsor Kid now playing for the University, uh, Queen's University in Kingston. Here we go. All right, so now joined by a Kid, He's born and raised here in Windsor. Uh, he's a 2019 OHL champion as well with the Guelph Storm. Also spent time in Sudbury and Flint before the pandemic kind of ruined things. But currently playing uh, for Queen's University right now is Owen Lalonde. Welcome to the show, man.
0: Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, are you up in Kingston right now?
0: Yeah, been uh, been here most of the school year. A yeah. um, little break at Christmas, but I've been here most of the time, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's not too close to be, like, remote or anything, eh? but...
0: No, it's, uh, yeah, it's not really easy to just go home for a weekend or whatever, but no. it's nice. I, I love it up here.
1: Yeah, I, I you know. i actually never really been around there, but, yeah, I'm a good hockey uh, community and stuff too, right? Eh?
0: Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I don't really know much about like the minor hockey and stuff, but uh, like the Queens, um, like the university is really big in this, this town, like it kind of runs a lot of what's going around, on around here. So um, I know our hockey is like pretty popular for younger kids and stuff like that. So it's it's pretty nice to be up here.
1: Yeah, that's good because you kind of, you don't get a lot of that for uh, OUA or CIS hockey and. And it's good to have because, you know, a lot of kids – like, here, like, a lot of kids don't think going to Windsor-Lancers
0: is a good thing. Yeah, right? but, um. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's I don't know. I was a little bit surprised, too. Like, um, a lot of the ki- – yeah, there's a lot of kids that come. And, um, our like, our coach's kid is uh, a younger kid and plays AAA. So, all his buddies and stuff come. So, it's – yeah, it's nice. They look up to us. So, it's still fun. Yeah,
1: and I'd say, like, you know, it's kind of a good – hockey community there because like there's obviously there's a lot of former uh front knacks on the on the show and stuff or on the team and stuff too right so
0: yeah it's uh like there's I think there's maybe one or two kids that didn't play in the OHL that are on our team so yeah. it's like we are uh are almost our whole roster is like um either OHL or WHL so it's yeah. it's nice yeah
1: and, and you guys are killing it too but we'll get into that we'll uh I <laughs> mean some, some some familiar faces on the team too but yeah, it's been a, a long road there. I mean, in a short period of time for you too. I mean, um, kind of go back to the beginning. We talked a little bit off off uh, off camera, but um, go back to the beginning. You know, what kind of area did you grow up in? What schools you go to? And are you know, St. Joe's kids? So you know, probably growing up around there. I'm guessing.
0: Yeah, I uh, well, I played uh, just Riverside like my first year before AAA started, and then uh, went over to like the junior Spitfires. Um, Started in Adam Minor, so I like went all the way through, um, with the triple A junior spits there. Um, yeah, like I went to uh, St. Joe's, like yourself, you're a little bit older than me, but uh, we obviously have some some mutual friends that went to St. Joe's, and uh, but yeah, and then grade 10, like I or sorry, grade 11, I, I left again. So, um, but yeah, growing up, just minor hockey, junior, um, Windsor Junior Spitfires in, in St. Joe's first, so sure it was it was fun.
1: Just like normal, like hockey kid growing up. Probably a lot of other sports too. I mean, obviously your, your family is pretty athletic, right?
0: Yeah, I played. Uh, I played baseball all growing up too. Like I was pretty into baseball. Like I was always back and forth hockey, baseball. Um, um, and then at fifteen, I had to decide uh, to go the hockey route, but um, baseball is big in, in my life too.
1: Was that an easy decision for you or not? Uh,
0: it was more so like. I was, I was able to, to leave earlier for hockey. Um, if I stuck out, stuck out with baseball, I would have had to wait a few more years and yeah. possibly go um, whatever in the States or somewhere to, to try to play. Yeah. Um, but, but hockey, I was able to, to leave in grade 11 and I was, I was ready to go.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. And well, definitely you were, man. I mean, like I said, you made your way up through the triple uh, ranks before getting drafted, I'm assuming to Sudbury. So what do you remember about first kind of coming into the league? You had a full-time spot on that, uh, on that Sudbury team right away, it seems.
0: Yeah, I was, uh, I honestly didn't really know what to expect. Um, like my, my parents weren't really hockey people. Like my dad played when he was younger and stuff, but nothing really serious. So um, other like, like other people who have parents who have played the game and stuff, kind of know what to expect, but um, none of us really knew what it was going to be like. So it was kind of just, taken it a step at a time for me and especially um leaving the Sudbury was pretty tough just because it was so far away from home but uh yeah obviously it wasn't uh I mean it turned out to not be like the best situation for myself but um it obviously like helped me in, in growing and stuff so yeah um yeah so it was, it was obviously a good experience in that way
1: oh yeah yeah I mean it was one year too and I mean fuck you're what 16 years old
0: yeah, I was 16. Right. Yeah. So, like,
1: yeah. all the way to Sudbury, it's cold, it's far. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that was a good experience now to be in Kingston and, and go through yeah. that, I'm sure, right? Yeah.
0: Exactly, yeah, exactly.
1: So, yeah. Um, only one year there, but one thing I want to talk about too is I, I think it was that same year. Um, <clears throat> these things don't get talked about a lot is those under-17 tournaments. Uh, yeah. one of those and um, great experience, of course. And uh, so, I can tell nine guys out of that team are now in the NHL or at least, you know. So uh, So, yeah. oh, fuck, getting some good experience
0: yeah. with those guys, right? Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I would be curious to see who they are that are in the NHL because I was trying to think of that. Um, I was trying to think of that at one point, like um, trying to think of back of who was on that team because we had a good team. Uh, we made it to the final. We lost to Sweden, um, but it was pretty cool, obviously, like being being there for Team Canada and um, obviously a really cool experience. Um, yeah, just represent. Yeah, like country, right? we had, yeah, we had a really, we had a good team. It was, it was fun. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna pull it up now and see because like they put like the logos next to the guys' names. And, again, they might just have contracts.
0: And I know like the top guys. I know like Ty Smith, uh, Ty Smith uh, like Kalen Addison. I know. Yeah, um, and, uh, there's a few Nass, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Nolan yeah. Foot. She has goalies too, right? The goal, both goalies are at least signed. Hunter Jones and yeah jacob in ingham so. ingham
0: yeah I mean yeah we had a good yeah we had a good squad
1: yeah I know again, just yeah. kind of be you know part of that is again just uh, yeah. another piece of the puzzle, but like talking yeah. about you spent a year in in um in Sudbury before moving over to Guelph, which was obviously yeah. a great move for you, but um there you guys would kind of grow to be the team that you were At yeah. first that first year um did you guys feel anything like was going on something special or was it, like, we got a lot of work to do.
0: Um, yeah, move like moving over to Guelph. I obviously knew there was like a good core of guys there. Um, we were a little bit younger. Like there was, um, a good group of 2000s and 99s I felt like. Um, but at that point I was still like relatively young in the league. Um, so we, we were all right that first year I got there. Yeah. Um, And there was a new coach that first year, too. Um, So it was kind of like just getting used to things, I feel like. But then that second year was kind of when we took off. But, uh, yeah, so we had a good core kind of that whole time, though.
1: Yeah. It's just always interesting to talk about when you look at, like, like, obviously, we're looking at the Spitfire teams a lot here. And it's like, you know, you rewind a year before, a year, two years before that championship win. You don't Mm -hmm. really see it, like, you know, getting that, going that way. Yeah, so, you know, when you look back on a championship team, it's like, you know, uh, and, and talking to a person like yourself, I always wonder, like, you know, was everyone on the same page and thinking, hey, we're going to do this or we know what we have to do to get to that stage, right?
0: Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, the second year, it was kind of like, all right, we have a good team here and let's see what we could do. Um, but we, our team, we picked up a lot of guys, like, which helped. But I mean, it kind of, it kind of just added on to our core that we had, but uh, I think we definitely needed to like, obviously pick up a few guys, which we yeah. did, but uh, like, I think everyone kind of was all in for that because we knew we had a good enough core. We just probably needed to add a few more pieces, which we did. Yep. Um, but it was, yeah, it was like, I think everyone kind of had the feeling that we had definitely had a chance to do something. So that's probably, I mean, obviously our GM thought the same thing, so
1: yeah, I mean, that's the mentality you have to have, right? It's just, yeah. It's always good uh, to hear the stories. It's like, what if you guys are like, "Fuck, they're horrible. Then all of a sudden, you know, you start turning it around. It's those uh, yeah. those stories that, like uh, movies you like to hear. But
0: uh, – Exactly, yeah. Uh,
1: you mentioned, you know, loading up. I mean, Nick Suzuki was <laughs> obviously a huge addition to that team. And then um, you guys pretty much ran away that whole season too, right, leading into the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I, I mean um... – there was like two or three trades that kind of happened like within a couple of weeks of each other. Um, I think Suzuki when we got him was like the last trade that we made. Um, so once that happened, we're like, wow, like that, everyone was fired up obviously. Um, and I, I think everyone was like, well, this is our chance to do it. Right. Um, but the funny part was that we played like Kitchener, um, a few times in there at like end of the regular season. And they beat us like two or three out of the three, like two or, three times out of like the last three times we played them and we ended up playing them first round of playoffs or like oh no like Mm -hmm. as if this is happening right but then we ended up sweeping them. we kind of turned it on in playoffs um but yeah it was just kind of funny how it worked out um but obviously everyone was pretty fired up when we got those guys
1: yeah exactly he just instills a little more confidence i guess right yeah yeah as mentioned like we were talking just about about the the talent on the team and you guys making your way, uh, a lot of guys, again, making their way into the NHL now, but mm-hmm. um, now we get into playoff time, right? So, again, everyone was probably uh, confident in themselves aside from uh, the Rangers uh, aspect of, uh, of the playoffs, I guess. Eh? But now let's talk about, you know, that road to the playoffs because it was, it was like almost easy for you guys until, <laughs> until uh, you got to maybe Saginaw, right?
0: Uh, well, we, well, we played London second round. We went down 3 nothing. Oh. Um, yeah, so that was. Oh, I
1: thought you guys won I mean, that one four two.
0: Uh, no, that was our final series against Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we went down three three zip against London in the second round. We're like, well, well. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. Obviously, it was not the best situation to be in, but we, yeah. we fought our way back through that somehow. It was pretty incredible. And then uh, same thing with our next series against Saginaw. We went down three one um then came back and then our final series we went down two to nothing against ottawa and then came back so it was like um kind of yeah it was kind of a roller coaster but it was yeah. it was pretty cool to be part of that
1: yeah I, I don't want to say it makes it better you know but uh yeah, yeah. Makes, no i know <laughs> it's it it special
0: thing. now yeah.
1: yeah yeah absolutely i'm sure looking back it's like it feels that much better right being yeah, able exactly, to win when yeah. you know there was a challenge
0: yeah exactly yeah
1: and um, so again, you know, you get to that that finals against Ottawa, going against another Windsor kid in Ned and Mikey Di Pietro. I'm sure you know, yeah. you guys weren't uh, too much of strangers.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I knew I know him pretty well. Like we used to skate together and stuff a little bit, but he got uh, injured the second game. So, um, oh. which I mean, too bad for him, but like it definitely helped us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they. Uh, Like they hadn't lost a a game in the playoffs yet before before we we played them, and then they beat us the two games in a row, and then we we uh, reverse swept them, kind of I guess. But they lost Mikey, so it was kind of a big blow for them. But yeah,
1: because obviously they sent them there that uh, trade line, right? Like for that, (laughs) yeah, exactly. You guys, they were doing the same thing. They were freaking loaded up too.
0: Yeah, they were, yeah. That yeah. was a good series.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's so we everyone knew it was gonna be a battle going into it, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, again, just again making a good, uh, interesting final is always better,
0: right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: well, it must have been cool. Um <clears throat> again, you know, Guelph not too far from home. You beat another Windsor kid, but it must have been really cool to raise that that championship, you know. Probably going to Spitfire games as a kid and just knowing yeah. the league, right? Now you're now you're a champion.
0: Yeah, I mean it was Yeah, it was pretty unreal. Like, um, it was, yeah, I was just kind of like, I think I still get chills thinking about it now, like just seeing like old videos and stuff I watch all the time. Or if it comes up, whatever, I watch it, I still get like chills from it. But just like, I was able to like be on the ice when the last like couple seconds were going down. Um, so it was pretty cool to like be right there and in the middle of the pile. and Um, but yeah, like just obviously going back to like the old, the old Spitfires days, like, seeing those guys win all that all the time and stuff. It's like, it's pretty special to do it, do it myself too, obviously with the Guelph team. So yeah, I um, mean, yeah, it was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. I mean, needless to say, I'm sure like given the choice, you would have had a, a stint in Windsor, right? Yeah.
0: Obviously that would have been pretty, pretty cool, but yeah. Guelph was a good spot too.
1: <laughs> yeah. Guelph's a good, uh, good place to be for, again, for hockey and, and you guys. Really
0: yeah. Yeah. Gu- Guelph's another great community for it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then um, from there, like for the OHL, you went to wrap it up in Flint. Again, not too far, at least yeah. now you get to go over to the States. So, yeah, uh, the pandemic kind of kind of ruined that. But you guys were, were looking to be a favorite for that year, too.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, honestly, uh, Flint was probably like the most fun I've, I've had, like in my hockey career. Like it was just uh, like a uh, big credit to a former Spitfire and Eric Wellwood as our coach um it was like it was just like the best time having him as as our coach and we had like a great group of guys um we still see each other a lot so just like kind of says how close we were um but yeah it was it was we had a really good squad too obviously too bad too bad what happened and um the fact i couldn't get like an overager year there what was really shitty too like would have been a lot of fun so um but yeah flint was Flint obviously doesn't have a great rep, but like, is honestly, I mean, Guelph is like a different fun because we won. But like, in terms of enjoying myself, probably had Flint was probably like the top spot from for my career.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get to go to a new place, different country this time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the states, but still. I mean, look at yeah. it now; it's so different, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, and um, again, like you mentioned, um, Eric Wellwood and Mark Rideau, two Windsor guys, yeah. two former Spitfires, and uh, yeah. Probably cool
0: to be around those guys. Two good guys. Two really good guys. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess I forgot to mention Rides, yeah. but uh, he was awesome to have, too. Like, that was, that's what made it so special, just, like, the, our, uh, our coaching staff, like just kind of mixed really well with, like, the guys on our team. And a lot of the guys were older, so it was just, like, easy to mess around with them and whatever, be loose in the room and obviously help that we won a lot. But yeah, um, they're, they're great guys to have around.
1: Well, I'm sure it's part of the reason why you guys were winning too, right?
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: Good, confident. That's that's what it's exactly. really about. well, you know, that's a big part of it,
0: exactly. Yeah,
1: and um, what was I was gonna say, oh, yeah, and then one thing I wanted to bring up too, I mean, what, given this pandemic and you guys are were, were on a run to maybe you know get to the championship again, still to this day, the defending OHL champions is the, the yeah, sport. so I mean, you still you still got that,
0: yeah, that no, ring,
1: I know, I guess. I
0: always found that kind of funny. It just no one else has been able to really experience that since since our last year. So it's kind of like a nice feeling to know that uh, no one else has taken that from us yet. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of funny. But it's, yeah, yeah.
1: it's just one of those things you fucking joke about. Or like yeah, given our our world nowadays, it's like it's crazy to think. You know.
0: <clears throat> I know. Three I years know.
1: almost we going without,
0: without a champion. I know.
1: So I'm glad that uh, <laughs> things are back now, at least, right?
0: Yeah. Well yeah, I'm sure it's gonna happen this year. So
1: Yeah. We we're not gonna get into too much of that shit. But uh Yeah, no, um, it's fine. I wanna talk about the Mem Cup, man. I mean obviously yeah. having Mem Cup ties here in Windsor and then going out east for it to Halifax. What was it like uh for you? Have you ever been out there before or... yeah?
0: No, uh no Halifax was pretty amazing. I I thought it was a cool city. Like we didn't get to de- do too too much around like the city and stuff, but uh like we were like downtown. It was really nice. Um, the rank was incredible. Like it was, I kind of compare it to like a kitchener, but a little bit bigger. So like the atmosphere was like insane. And, um, it was just cool because like all the sports net is there and all the cameras and interviews are going on and stuff. So it's kind of like surreal a little bit to see like that you're part of that, but, uh, it was, yeah, it was pretty amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. I was gonna also bring it up too like talking about like the o h l championship they always say like any championship is, is something you'll never forget and stuff like that right but really yeah. when you get there is when you, you kind of uh, realize it maybe you can you can agree i mean me just as a fan when we had the men cup here again, I was working at the arena at the time, so I'm like, holy fuck this is big time right
0: yeah. it wasn't
1: until like I really seen it in front of me that I realized how big it was
0: yeah it's uh I mean, it's pretty, it's hard to kind of see it when you're playing because I'm sure there's obviously a lot of people watching. And, um, so it kind of maybe will look a little bit bigger because it's on Sportsnet and stuff like that. But just playing in the game is like, I mean, I had never been so nervous in my life, like going out for a game. Like just obviously, you know, that the bright, that's where, that's the big game, right? Like the bright lights are on and exactly. So, um, I don't know. I, it was pretty cool. I mean, it was too bad we didn't get to win that. It would have been pretty special, but uh, yeah, I definitely, it some, definitely something I'll remember being part of. It was, it was awesome.
1: Yeah. Obviously not the intended you, you guys wanted, but I mean, it's like, yeah. another comeback from, uh, you know, from behind kind of thing, like you mentioned in the playoffs too. Like,
0: yeah. You know, yeah.
1: But again, just, uh, just, just losing to the team that would go on to win it too, I guess. Right. Like, I don't know yeah. about those things. Like some people think, like oh, at least I lost to the team that won, and then, uh, some people are like, "Well, fuck them anyway." Right? Like, yeah, it's hard to like really draw a line like that.
0: No, I yeah, I guess it's a it's a better feeling knowing that you lost to the best team, but uh, we beat them in the in the right. the round robin, so that kind of made it little uh, little shittier because we knew we we could have beaten yeah. them again. So well,
1: that that Mem cup was like all over the place. Like everyone beat everyone yeah. almost. You know, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, where it wasn't like we had like a dominant team or anything like that, really. You know,
0: no, no, you're right.
1: Made for a good cup. And again, uh, the last one that that, uh, took place, so you got, yeah, exactly, too, right? So,
0: yeah, I I actually went
1: down to uh, Halifax this past winter, first time ever going out there and see the arena a little bit. It's it's cool, it's a big, big hockey town, big hockey, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, that's awesome. It's right downtown. It's, yeah. right in the water it's yeah it's awesome
1: well you get to see some cool stuff through the game man you know and traveling a yeah. little bit and stuff and uh one thing we yeah. didn't i didn't really talk about but um you got to do some nhl training camps too through your time in the O. think like you did one mm-hmm. with East one with detroit and i'm sure it's always yeah. cool to just get those calls and and uh you know have a have a day or a weekend doing that must be pretty cool
0: yeah the uh they were both very cool i mean um two original six teams, obviously pretty cool too. Um, like my first one was, was Toronto. Um, it was awesome just cause I'd never obviously done anything like that. And, um, I got, it was kind of cool because at main camp, they kind of, um, mingled all the, like the free agents and the rookies with the, the big guys. So we got to, to play in like scrimmages with, um, Minor and Tavares and Matthews and stuff like that. So it was pretty cool. Um, so that was awesome, and it was it was in Niagara Falls actually, which was fun too. So we got to do a little whatever and hang hanging out in Niagara Falls and stuff like that. And then um, Detroit's obviously was awesome too because of me growing up as a Wings fan. So that was pretty cool, and um, having Stevie Y there and um, was pretty pretty surreal for me. I got to, got stuck in an elevator with them one day and chatting <laughs> with them a little bit. So it was pretty cool.
1: He wasn't grilling you at all or anything.
0: No, no. I mean, at the end of the at the end of the uh, the camp, he was telling me I needed to work on my feet a little bit. But uh, <laughs> other than that, he didn't grill me too much.
1: <laughs> hey, any advice from a guy like that? You got to try and take it in a positive way. Yeah, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
1: so I was gonna ask. Obviously, of course, here in Windsor, like you're rather a Detroit fan, a Wings, or sorry, a Detroit or a Toronto fan, or something in between. So obviously, answer that question. Uh, yeah, Wings. Uh, a Wings fan. Seeing yeah. them win championships as well throughout your your childhood, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Always been a, a Wings fan. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it's cool to get the call from your favorite team, right? Just even yeah. training camp. Exactly. So now, as we talked about a little bit at the beginning, we're at Queens, and you guys are killing it, running away with your division. Got to be the best team in the league, and some familiar faces um, from Windsor too. Uh, Patrick, San Diego. yeah. Go and is is uh, Graham still playing, or did he go off to ECHR?
0: No, he went off to, to yeah. play in the East Coast. But uh yeah, Patty is uh obviously a former Windsor guy. I told him that I was coming on to this podcast today and he's was oh, yeah. he's loving it. He's he thought it was cool. Um but yeah, we're uh it's it's weird because we're only playing three different teams. So it's not really a great um kind of representation of what we could be or what who we are, I guess. But uh we're definitely having a good good year so far. It's just weird because we haven't really I mean, we're more than halfway through our season, but we've only played eleven games. I think. Yeah. So it's just like that's the biggest difference going from the OHL is just there's not really yeah. as much hockey. Yeah. But uh, it's been awesome. I I've, I've loved every second of it here. It's guys don't really think of the CIS as a great hockey league, but like every guy is almost a former OHL or CHL guy. It's like it's good hockey, and a lot of guys go on to play pro. So um, I've yeah I've loved it so far.
1: Yeah, it's something that we talk about here a lot, you know, depending on our guest. And sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, maybe it's a little over. Like we we're beating dead horse here, but it still needs to get out there. I mean, with this whole uh, elite thing as well. I mean, that proves it right there that we still need to, you know, at least try to get yeah. the word out here. I mean, obviously, not like can only agree with what you said. It's uh, it's top of the line hockey. So yeah, um, and getting an education uh, while doing so, right? So
0: yeah, well, yeah, well, I think that's why I kind of picked queens to come um kind of to a, a place with that as the best of both worlds like obviously good academics and stuff and um and the hockey we have a good team so it um yeah it's it's been good so far what are you uh, studying i'm just in uh, arts and science right now um taking french and geography i want to follow my mom's footsteps <laughs> go to teacher's college <laughs> no,
1: that's smart man yeah. smart yeah. i mean that's the thing, too, is um, taking this route, obviously, is a lot different than, than what you're used to, or maybe that other leagues are like, right? Not only are yeah. you school, you're doing, uh, or sorry, not only are you are doing hockey, you're doing school and you're doing life yeah. all at once, so it's a lot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's just, yeah. It's different, but it's a lot, yeah. Yeah.
1: And again, yeah. Um, if, if, if things were different, again, if you guys were able to showcase a little bit of it more and... Play some more teams, expand the divisions. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's because of COVID stuff, but yeah, um, I I love uh, OUA uh, playoff hockey, man. It's it's, yeah, uh, it's it's stellar. And this, so for people listening, obviously, this is your first year. Um, it's going to be a big year for you guys.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to playoffs. It's, uh, I mean, a lot of you the, like, there's a lot of older guys in the league too that um, may not be continuing to play hockey too right so they don't want to obviously end their career in playoffs so um i'm looking forward to playoffs i think it's going to be be good hockey
1: oh yeah no doubt man that's mm-hmm. uh again it's like the top level in canada post uh, post junior if you're not going pro and you can yeah. you get some you know better your future um uh, mm-hmm. again so again a kid who uh from windsor following that footsteps but still uh still playing the games pretty cool stuff man so it's cool to tell your story here on the show
0: yeah thanks man
1: really appreciate you coming on
0: yeah well thanks for having me nice talking nice talking to you
1: huge thanks goes out to owen Lalonde for taking the time to do that interview with me all the way out in kingston as i'm here in the wind city there's probably more we could have talked about with owen of course and always something to miss or find out after and i'm sure still more for that kid to accomplish and more for that kid to do uh, just in his first year of university. And then who knows what will happen from there, as he mentioned, uh, kind of following in his uh, mom's footsteps there. maybe he'll be a fitness teacher one day or you know maybe even better. So um, yeah, again, a, a kid that I, I can't believe he didn't go drafted now that I, you know, I was looking at his stuff, his stats better yet after we uh, after we chatted. And I only kind of assumed he was like in the draft class or you know in the running. Didn't look too much into it from the last couple of years either, but um, yeah, I was kind of surprised to learn that he was undrafted. Just kind of being a, a standout in the league at the time. So, anyway, who knows? Never, uh, never too late. He's still a young kid at 22 years old, so um, bright future for Owen the Again, thanks so much for taking the time to do that, and I'm sure we'll uh, we'll link up and shoot the shit again one day. But we're gonna try and get you caught up with as much local sports news as possible now to wrap up uh, our Family Day edition of Wind City Sports. Uh, again, kind of doing it a little bit early, so we might have missed some stuff from the weekend. But want to get you caught up with uh, Windsor Express as well. I mean, not a ton of news to talk about. Training camp was last week, and we are getting ready for our home opener on Saturday. But the league is back today. The Windsor Express are back here on Family Day, playing in Sudbury against the Sudbury Five, uh, pretty much as you're listening probably this afternoon, and. Again, this Saturday, they'll be back at the WFCU Center for their first game in two years in Windsor at the WFCU Center against their rival, London Lightning. And yours truly, Drake Damore, will be your color commentator for the Windsor Express this year. So if you're watching on NBL TV or if you're uh, following the league or the team, you might see me pop up on something. I'm going to learn with the Frostfather. Me and Aaron Sanders will be a good old JR and the king Jerry Lawler this year I guess so it's going to be fun Um, first time doing that so check us out check out the Windsor Express games Um, cheap entertainment I guess you could say uh, affordable entertainment is a better word Um, so looking forward to getting back to that if you're a basketball fan check them out this Saturday and then going forward they got lots of home games between now and May until the playoffs Um, a a unique year after a few teams had dropped um, they're kind of blending with the basketball league and doing some crossover games with them. So uh, the team will actually be finalized this, well, geez, this weekend, I guess. So might be missing that. Um, not sure where, where Ryan Christian Anderson is, my number 125, episode 125. A great conversation with him. He's been in the community for the last two years, but it uh, looks like he wasn't at training camp. So we'll see how this team shapes up. And how they do. There is some local ties, and Sean Anderson from Saint Clair um, basketball, and of course uh, Herman graduate, local kid. So basketball is back. Ball is back, and the Windsor Express return to the court at WFCU again this Saturday, the twenty sixth against the London Lightning, and I'll be back for that. Come back Friday. I'm sure you're all worried about that. The Saint Clair Saints men's basketball team is on fire to start off this season. Picking up a win over the Falcons, 98-90. And the, the women's team as well, picking up a win over the Falcons uh, this past Wednesday. 57-51 to was the final score. Some close games, close matchups. And men's basketball in um, the Lancers category dominating as well over the Western Mustangs this week. A 91-68 final took place on uh, Wednesday as well. So next up for them. They rematched on Saturday, and unfortunately no result for me, but check out GoLancers.ca for all of your Lancer sports information, schedule and results up there, and constantly updated, of course. The next time both basketball teams will be at home is actually this Saturday as well, as they take on McMaster at 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. for the men's and women, respectfully. Windsor's Cody Holmes and uh, Fratman alumni Cody Holmes has been invited to the CFL's Regional Combine. He is a CJFL All-Canadian with his time with uh, Fratman here in Windsor and looking to go pro in the CFL, join the list of another Windsorite uh, play in that league. In some more hockey news, Leamington Flyers' brother duo, the McPhersons, are headed to the NCAA. The package deal of the McPherson brothers, Ryan and Connor, They're going to be going to Bruce Crowder's old stomping grounds in the University of New Hampshire, playing for their NCAA scholarship there. And speaking of junior hockey action, the uh, um, Lakeshore Canadians suffered their first loss of the year to the Essex uh, 73s, rematching on Friday night as well. So there's some local uh, sports news for you. And I'm sure I missed something and always miss something, but I'm going to wrap it up early this week on the Wind City Sports because I'm on vacation and that is it for this week of the Wind City Sports Podcast. My name is Drake Damore and I'm here every Monday with a brand new episode featuring an interview with a local athlete, coach, entrepreneur, and more. Huge thanks to Owen LaLonde for coming on the show again today. Uh, and you can hear every episode wherever you're listening to it now or on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Again, anywhere podcasts are found. Follow us on social media at wincity underscore sports on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, um, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. So give us a like, follow, subscribe, whatever it may be. And you can also follow me, Drake Demore, on Twitter and Instagram
0: at Drake Demore. But until next time, smell you later.